Hello and welcome to another episode of Visa Path to Access, where we explore the latest developments in the digital economy and its impact on businesses and individuals. I'm your host, David Austin, and today we're exploring the exciting world of Payfax, which have come a long way since the first-gen variant came on the scene in the late 1990s. Initially devised as a way to help businesses easily accept online payments, today's Payfax solutions reduce the complexity of setting up online payments, allowing businesses to instead focus their finite resources on their core competencies. With around 250 unique Payfax operating in Central Europe, Middle East, and Africa, or the Samir region, in this episode, we look at the ways in which the powers of this vast Payfax network can be effectively harnessed, what next-gen companies are doing to develop groundbreaking technology and the opportunities that exist in Samia today that could represent a rich seam of future innovation if properly tapped into. We'll also look to the future and ask our guests what steps they're taking to create and develop these valuable opportunities, empowering everyone to participate in the digital economy wherever they are in the region. Joining me for the discussion is Michael Berner, Senior Vice President, Head of Merchant Sales and Acquiring for Visa Samia and Ali Abu Hassan, CEO and co-founder of TAP Payments. Thank you both for being here to share your expertise and insights with me. Now, it'd be great to start off with a little information about each of you. Maybe you could tell us about your current roles and expand on why the topic we are discussing today is important for you in your work. So, um, Ali, would you like to introduce yourself? Sure. Further to your introduction, uh, thanks for that. What we're trying to do by founding TAP Payments and basically what we're aiming to do as a company is really simplify the acceptance of digital payments starting from the region, bridge the different fragmented markets of the region, bring them together and connect the region to the world and the world to the region. Uh, of course, we're based out of uh, Middle East and North Africa and that's the region that we're speaking about. Thanks, and Michael? Uh, David, thank you very much for your introduction. I am um, heading uh, merchant sales and acquiring at Visa for Central Eastern Europe, Middle East, and Africa. And uh, working with the payment facilitators, so how we call them, Payfax, is a very, very essential part of, uh, of our business. Because uh, over the time, and I think we'll be talking about this later today, payment facilitators started uh, playing a very, very important role in the overall payment ecosystem. So we see Payfax as... Uh, new uh, entities who are uh, actually adding a very significant color to the acceptance landscape in the region. And uh, we're fortunate to work in the region where there is a significant variety of payment facilitators. Uh, their number is growing, their business is expanding, and uh, we at Visa uh, are very interested to expand our partnership in uh, various respects. Wonderful. Now, Michael, maybe you could tell us a bit more specifically, you know, why Payfax are so important in the Samir region and how they're unlocking opportunity for businesses. Sure. Uh, before probably going into that, let me give you a little bit of uh, understanding of the landscape in Samir at which we are operating. So uh, at the end of 2022, uh, we had, we counted about 6 million merchant locations uh, which were accepting cards. At the same time, uh, we believe that based on the data which we have, that there is 60 million of uh, locations which are not accepting uh, digital payments as of now. 
or accepting some other ways of payments, but not necessarily card payments. And uh, that's a major opportunity. That's a major opportunity to digitize the economy. It's a major opportunity to uh, give small businesses an opportunity to grow. It's um, a major opportunity in terms of financial inclusion. So we believe that a number of things needs to happen in order to get this 60 million uh, untapped merchant locations accepting cards. And uh, payment facilitators are playing a very, very, very important role into that. Because payment facilitators uh, work with the segments uh, traditional bank acquirers are not working. Uh, payment facilitators, and uh, for us, uh, our mission is to uh, uplift everyone everywhere. And uh, uplifting everyone everywhere means that we create opportunities for businesses to strive. Uh, and uh, in order SME businesses to strive, uh, they have to have a very easy and convenient way to collect payments. And uh, payment facilitators together with uh, Visa are helping SMEs to facilitate this very important task. So Ali, as a payment facilitator yourself, can you tell us how you see Payfax helping unlock uh, opportunity for businesses in SAMEA? Uh, sure. Uh, further to what uh, Michael has mentioned, it's important to understand that the region we're in is still very heavy with cash and uh, adoption of card is basically growing really fast. Since we enable online payments from digitally adopted merchants, I would say, or consumers who perform transactions basically using cards, today uh, e-commerce transactions represents in like, I would say one of the leading GCC countries with a lot of digital transformation, having just around less than 10% adoption of e-commerce. Why I'm mentioning this, if you look at 10% digital adoption of e-commerce card payments uh, versus all of cards and the placement of cards into all the transactions, including cash, it just shows that we're in a very early stage at the moment. And the role of Payfax is very important from a perspective where we understand the needs of uh, the experience that consumers are looking for when a payment experience is taking place digitally. That's number one. Number two, what are the needs of the experience for a merchant? So that there's another angle. A merchant cares about how they would look at adopting those acceptance methods. And number three, the technology that is being used in order to spread this enablement. That's another important factor. There are two additional very important angles that Payfax do look at and play a very role into the, the rollout of acceptance. It's also the involvement and the maturity of basically financial institutions. Today, the majority of, uh, let's say, payment acquirers or bank acquirers in the region are banks. And when you look at other markets in, uh, globally, you would see banks and you would see other non-bank financial institutions. Now, Having the angle of banks is also very important because when you enable for the masses, you need assistance to scale your bandwidth. And that's where Payfax work very closely with bank acquirers. So that's another important angle. So when we look at it all together, having insight of being in such a very fragmented region, we need to be very dynamic in the way we roll out our offerings 
and how to deal with every stakeholder in relation to enablement of payments, of course, with uh, payment schemes such as Visa and how the role of Visa into, let's say, hosting or empowering PayPal. Okay, you mentioned technology. Uh, is there anything else that you can uh, tell us, for b- both of you, that you can share about how technology has supported the growth and uh, how things have, have been changing in the marketplace? From the five different angles I mentioned, technology is a very important piece. And when we come and speak about enablement of uh, acceptance on scale, the process and the technology used to automate that process is very important. Uh, being a paytech company or a fintech company, we build our own technology in order to serve and enable those needs that the market is looking at. Technology is a tool that can be used in order to enhance the experience of the merchant, the experience of the payer, the consumer, the experience of the bank or that acquirer, along with the visibilities for the schemes and the regulators. I, um, I very much agree with Ali. I think technology plays a very important role in providing the best possible uh, user interface and client experience uh, for both uh, merchants and consumers. Because let's not forget that uh, when we talk about impact of uh, uh, payment facilitators uh, making into commerce, significant part of uh, what they do is also lies in uh, e-com in electronic commerce and uh, that's where the checkout process and uh, significant part of what uh, payment facilitators um, are operating in is uh, e-commerce electronic commerce and uh, that's where the uh, ui ux user interface uh, user experience are playing a very very significant role um, especially at the checkout process and uh, probably another um, application of technology nowadays is security. So making sure that the payments are done in the most secure way, uh, technology plays um, a a paramount uh, importance uh, into that. Uh, Because with the technology and with the access of data and with the data centers which are uh, processing this data, uh, we can make a decision on every transaction pretty much online. Something what was not possible even a few years back when Many transactions were referred for the further investigation and the decision which was taken almost offline. Now, significant part, actually, vast majority of the uh, transactions on which there are certain questions uh, from security perspective are processed online. And that's thanks to technology. Yeah, very impressive. Now I'd like to hear from both of you if you could explain what barriers and challenges might be faced by the SMBs and how it can affect their business. I would like to shed light on the part that Michael mentioned about security for SMBs and risk. Because when you enable mass enablement of acceptance, you are enabling the acceptance of payments for a lot of businesses that are, let's say, they're not fully financially savvy when it comes down to the risks, how to deal with uh, financial services, Because all they care about is about the business that they're operating, which is their need. They need to grow that. So where part of the challenges is the offering that needs to come out. It needs to be simple enough for those businesses to adopt. That's number one. So we talk basics while maintaining the importance and efficiencies of how to maintain 
the language of financial services as a large enterprise. So where we come in is we be the payment arm of that SMB that basically gets empowered with the same team of a large enterprise would have. That's number one. Number two is the risk. Of course, when you are enabling digital payments, you never realize the type of risk that you get exposed to. Uh, Having high uh, growth in sales doesn't necessarily always seem to be a positive thing. Sometimes it could be even riskier. So we try to be that uh, backbone that supports that startup or that tech company or SMB that is looking to grow their sales in a very healthy way and in a secure manner. Um, I would probably add a few things uh, here to what uh, Alice said, is that uh, we've done some research and uh, 73% of the small businesses globally said that accepting digital payments is fundamental for their future growth. Uh, Because, you know, there is only that much which you can achieve by providing uh, uh, your services or selling your goods uh, without accepting digital payments. Um, So I think payment facilitators are uh, actually making uh, this uh, one-stop shop available and uh, providing the service which is... uh, Uh, very much needed by the uh, small and medium enterprises. And uh, also important to keep in mind that small and medium enterprises, by definition, are small. That is why they are called SMEs. So they have a certain line of business. And uh, normally, unlike some medium-sized businesses or large-sized businesses, they would not have a lot of people who would be actually solving for uh, certain operational issues or operational processes. Typically, if they have their line of business, and their core competence. And they work on making sure that the value they provide is um, actually uh, provided to a maximum amount of consumers. And payments is not necessarily the thing they want to think about. So they want just to get the payments. They want to get paid. They want to make sure that the payments are coming flawlessly. And that's the problem which uh, payment facilitators are solving for. Um, And again, as um, uh, Ali mentioned, Small, medium enterprises are not necessarily in the um, sort of uh, scope uh, of many banks around the region. Um, You know, many banks are focusing, first of all, on the larger scale uh, merchants. And uh, uh, many uh, small and medium enterprises are located in rural areas where the uh, reach of the banking institution is not necessarily very high. So that's when payment facilitators are coming and playing a very important role on empowering small and medium enterprises uh, to accept payments and solve uh, for the need to uh, collect money for their services. Yeah, I can see how uh, it really does support them and, like you said, empower them uh, and allows them to focus on their core competencies. Um, Now I'd like to kind of talk about... um, the fact that uh, we want to expand progress for everyone. And uh, I ask you if we can take a deep dive into the role Payfacts play and how they're bridging the digital gap. Um, Ali, would you be able to tell us what prompted you to found TAP in Kuwait and the region? Sure. So uh, at the time, that was, let's say, almost 10 years ago, there was a problem that I, I saw in the market. Uh, where uh, a business is looking to accept online payments and they need to get 
online payment acceptance took an average of basically six months to nine months at the time. And that in addition to multiple type of technology integrations. So an SMB or any company already, if you're a large size company, you already have a challenge with that. If you go to an SMB. And number two uh, with that is the risk of enabling uh, debit and credit cards. The risk appetite of bank acquirers at the time was not the same as today, where credit cards would come into the picture maybe six months to nine months later, which means that the integration flow is very long, multiple integrations, and uh, a very long process to have full acceptance. What does that do to an SMB? It's actually, by the time they start, they will close down. They need that frequent cash flow liquidity that comes in when they start. So what we did from day one is to bring it down to somewhere between 24 to 48 hours, enabling in a single integration into a single flow, one relationship, and pushing it out for those SMBs. And when we realized the needs that they're looking for, we try to help them grow their business by enabling different types of payment experiences that would help them increase their sales and grow their business even more. Because let's I'll just give you an example. If you go to a market where they're very heavy with the behavior of device payments, like you pay with your digital wallet that is linked with a Visa card. And when you have that very highly driven button behavior, if you don't support it, you might lose a large opportunity from your basically potential in business growth. By enabling that feature, that speeds, it doubles or triples your sales as a business. And that's what we try to do. We spread the knowledge for merchants about their needs in every market. Keep in mind, we're in a region that's very fragmented with a lot of different behaviors. So that's very important that we give spread the knowledge for those merchants because we understand what are the needs in every country. And we provide it all in a unified offering, basically where the merchant doesn't need to have all this research and readiness to be empowered with all of this. We want businesses to focus on their business while having the right partner that brings it all out in the right manner. Now, when we work in a multiple jurisdictions, let's say, the stakeholders that are involved, such as Visa and the, the acquirers that are playing a role with Visa, also play a huge role into how do we spread the awareness of Payfax. Because also there is a lot to be invested over there. How do those acquirers react to Payfax and how basically it would be onboarded in the right manner? So we work very closely here. And I believe uh, Visa has been playing a very important role into spreading that setup within the ecosystem that enables Payfax to continue the journey of spreading online or digital uh, commerce, basically, and financial inclusion. Yeah, and uh, based on that, um, Michael, could you elaborate more on the ecosystem um, from your point of view? Sure. I think um, Ali covered it really well. I would not that much to add, but I would say that uh, there are four uh, probably parties um, here in the ecosystem, and each of them are benefiting from significant presence of uh, payment facilitators and the business which they generate. So starting from SMEs, we covered that today they're getting uh, access to low-cost payments for their uh, goods and services and getting this one-stop shop. So they don't need to think or worry about multiple vendors who would be serving them 
uh, in the other environment. Uh, for individuals, for consumers, this is an opportunity not to carry cash because in uh, many markets and in many instances, uh, people uh, either not carrying cash because uh, normally they go to the places which accept cards or in certain places, and let's not forget that our region is large, in some places it is not very secure. It's uh, not very convenient to carry cash for the security reasons as well. Then uh, for the issuers uh, who are issuing cards, payment facilitators uh, generate new volume. So issuers definitely like that because before all this volume was covered by cash or checks. And uh, for acquirers who are playing also a very important role in the payment ecosystem, uh, payment facilitators are additional channel. They are providing new clients. They are providing a new business which is generated again by the merchants which banks individually may not be, uh, for various reasons, may not be able to serve, uh, you know, based on the geography, based on their size, based on uh, ability to access to technology, and many, many other reasons. So uh, payment facilitators actually create an incremental volume of process transactions and incremental business and incremental revenue uh, at the end of the day to acquire. So... It's, um, it's a platform, it's a constituency which is uh, bringing a lot of value to all the parts of the ecosystem. Okay, thank you. I, I think um, from both of you, that's a really good explanation of where we are right now. Ali, I'd like to ask you, what opportunities do you see for Payfax to continue to evolve? And what opportunities exist in Samia today that could lead to future innovation if properly tapped into? It's important to also understand where is the emergence of Payfax. Usually, Payfax emerge or grow and add value in very highly fragmented regulatory environments, let's say, or markets that share, uh, let's say, complementing economies. Okay. So, if we look at, for example, the GCC, the GCC is split into six countries within the MENA region. Okay. Very uh, highly banked, very highly spread with cards, but very fragmented. So, the role of Payfax there and it's very important to understand that there is a drive to pay with your card and digital payments is there. And there is a lot of, say, consumer behavior between all of those markets. Now, because of the evolving journey of regulatory environment and the split between the different countries, it's, uh, it makes it faster to have Payfax roll out in uh, relations with partnerships with other financial institutions. You see the similar behavior of what is happening in the GCC. You would see it in a market like the US and North America, because every state has a different regulatory jurisdiction when it comes down to financial services. And you would see the emergence of Fairfax coming out in a market such as the US uh, back in the 90s. And now if we look at uh, other markets where such as Europe and the EU, you would have the passporting of uh, a non-bank financial institution. So Payfax would come in not from a, a spreading out the fragmented markets, but they would come in with the, the, the solution that is making it much easier for the merchant to enable payments. So there are multiple angles of Payfax. That's where I see the opportunities of Payfax. Very good. Now, Michael, what steps have Visa been taking to create and develop these kinds of opportunities that Ali's talking about? 
Um, actually, we in Visa uh, see our mission and our responsibility is working with the PayFax in order to help them to graduate along the payment value chain. So help them to grow, help them for some of them to become acquirers of their own, help them to uh, get into new segments, help them to get into new geographies. So Visa is a global company. We have uh, absolutely unmatched uh, reach and uh, expertise uh, among 200 uh, countries and territories. So we see uh, a tremendous opportunity to help payment facilitators which are successful in certain geography or in certain uh, vertical and uh, help them to grow in other parts of the world or export their experience to other continents uh, or help them to deliver same amount of results and returns to their owners in some other vertical. So this is uh, our role and uh, uh, we're trying to play it uh, to an extent possible. And um, also uh, looking ahead, Ali mentioned that, you know, payment space constantly evolves and uh, I can't agree more. We see absolutely the same trend. Payment space is uh, evolving and uh, moving ahead very, very fast. So the role of uh, new technology, the role of AI, the role of uh, big data tools will be only increasing. So um, our job here, uh, as we can see it, is to help payment facilitators to analyze and interpret information, uh, help to deploy new tools, new solutions, uh, which would help to grow business, which would help to further lower costs, which would help to uh, further decrease uh, fraud, uh, improve risk parameters, uh, and at the end to become even more successful. So that's that's how we see the role of Visa. Very good. Now, uh, both of you have both kind of hinted a bit at what's coming in the future, but can I ask you uh, both to kind of look into the crystal ball and give me a few predictions of what you might think is happening soon. You know, is it going to be Apple vision payments or, you know, payments from cars? What, what do you see happening? If you can just give me a couple of predictions. Sure. Let me probably uh, start and, and I will hand over to Ali. Uh, definitely. Uh, we see the role of uh, biometrics becoming more and more important. So biometrical payments, face recognition, you know, heartbeat, eye, so whatever part of the human being could be used as an identifier for the payments, it will be only proliferating. It will be only growing. Um, you know, we see already, I'm living in Dubai for the last year and a half, and I see how biometrical uh, deployment is working in the Dubai airport. So year and a half back, when we were coming, we were uh, handing over passport. Then we were um, going through the smart gates, uh, unmanned, uh, fully electronic, and uh, putting passports still, uh, and then looking at camera. And now it is just looking at camera. You don't even need to put a passport for the scanning machine. So that's the speed of change. It is like literally 18 months. So biometrics for sure uh, would be taking this to the next level. Voice payments, um, all the current uh, uh, machines and technology, which is... Uh, uh, providing voice uh, assistance uh, would be for sure accepting payments, would recognize your voice, and uh, you could make uh, an order uh, just simply uh, talking to Siri or Alexa. 
Um, and um, last but not the least, uh, uh, connected cars and uh, uh, car payments. Uh, this is considered to be a very significant opportunity as well. And uh, Visa have actually signed recently a contract with Mercedes, enabling uh, certain models of Mercedes in Germany for now. And uh, we'll take it further uh, to other markets uh, in a due course to make payments uh, when you drive for toll roads, for uh, you know your orders so you can drive, make an order, and it would be delivered uh, to your doorsteps uh, while you are heading home. So this type of things will be will be growing, and uh, we hope that it would be uh, bringing additional value for everyone, for um, everyone who lives uh, here, and uh, also for the for the better of the societies. Um, I can't agree more. Actually, the way we see also the behavior, it's more moving towards biometric. Today, we see it with facial recognition. Started out with fingerprint, it's moving to facial recognition. I think eye uh, recognition is going to be very important, and voice already started. This is all happening with uh, an underneath layer of a card that is holding those funds, basically. So a lot of, let's say, biometrically driven pass-through wallets are going to be pushed out and going to be rolled out with a lot of adoption. It's uh, much easier to access with highly banked markets. And it's also a solution for underbanked markets, basically. And we're seeing it change in a very drastic way. Let's take Saudi, for example. Saudi started online e-commerce payments just in 2018. And when they started pushing for card payments, pass-through device wallets was the solution that increased the adoption of basically card payments. It's through those pass-through wallets. And what happens, you see a lot of financial inclusion moving, moving really fast. So uh, what uh, I would have to say, I, I totally agree with what Michael is mentioning. And uh, there is a lot of biometric into it and in various ways, I would say. Okay, well, it's very clear that uh, Payfax are going to be a big part of the incredible opportunity for financial inclusion and growth in the region. And I think we've learned a lot. Thank you so much uh, for sharing that with us, uh, to both of you. And that is it for today's episode of Visa Path to Access. I hope you enjoyed this conversation on how the next-gen Payfax revolution is ushering in a new era of equitable access. Thank you to my guests, Michael Berner, Senior Vice President, Head of Merchant Sales and Acquiring for Visa Samia, and Ali Abu Hassan, CEO and co-founder of TAP Payments, for joining us and for providing this fascinating discussion. And let me point out, this discussion is just the beginning. Unlocking access to the payment ecosystem is something that requires input from all of you. So keep the conversation going. Don't hesitate to reach out to us on Visa's LinkedIn or Twitter or visit Visa's website to learn more about our efforts to empower individuals and businesses to take advantage of the digital economy. Thank you for listening and take care.